Try to imagine all life as you know it stopping instantaneously and every molecule in your body exploding at the speed of light. Total protonic reversal. Protonic reversal. Protonic reversal. With Conan Mitro. Reversal listeners and the world. I hope you are well. I am Kona Neutron, and we are back. We are back indeed. We are back in the Bay. We're back at the Radio Valencia studios. It's good to be here. Enjoyed the time away, but it's good to be back. Oh yeah, so that song you're hearing is the band Tilts uh, with Ozark Bowtie. That is the protonic reversal theme. It's hot sass little number of rock and rolling if you're into that kind of thing. If you are into that kind of thing, good people, I must tell you, I have a fantastic show lined up for you. Of the many awesome things that we have going on, we're going to be talking to a very excellent human being later in the show, Miss Ryan Warner. Uh, we potentially have other surprises as well, uh, but if I told you, quite frankly, and I, and I mean this with no disrespect, it would not be a surprise, right? You, you get where I'm going with this. Mm-hmm. So... 
why don't we just uh, take a little journey here? Yeah? I take a little journey, have a, have a little fun. We can listen to some rock and roll, right? Rock and roll's cool. You're damn right it is. This is a little rock and roll white band called Gang of Four. Natural's not in it.
Federation X with Animist. It's after the excellent We Do What We Must record that came out last year. Quite possibly one of the best records to come out that year. And that's, uh, you know, that's not something I say lightly. It's a great record. Highly recommended. Mr. Toshi Kasai on production, as well as uh, Dale Crover. That's a, that's a Deaf Nephews joint, if you will. Yeah! Everyone loves Deaf Nephews. Yeah! Before that, we had Gang of Four. Gang of Four. Natural's not in it. That's the Peel Sessions version. Why? Because I can. Because I can. <laughs> Play some Molly Hatchet. Okay. <laughs> not bloody likely, but uh, we, we, we do aim to please the Protonic Reversal. Oh, it's great to be back in, back in the studios, back in the bay. It's great to have professional equipment around and not have everything falling apart around you at any given moment in time. That, that's a nice thing to do. It allows you to just concentrate on putting on a good show. And that's always a nice thing. We like that. It's great to be back home. There's a lot of wonderful things I love about the bay. There are things that are annoying about it as well, but it is my home, and I like it. So put that in your pipe and smoke it. Okay, that was terrible. Mission Bingo this morning was boring. There was a dude sleeping on the BART seats. I was envious of him. Wasn't envious of what more than likely was a heroin addiction that led him to that, but that was the only real thing of note. There was a woman with a collapsible bike that did not look up from her phone at any given moment in time. And it kind of reminded me of like a comedy bit or something where if you, you have, you have the one character that, you know, falls asleep during the entire crisis and like wakes up at the end. Hey guys, what's going on? Yeah. That kind of thing. That, that would be this woman, but it was really barely worth mentioning. I don't know why I mentioned it actually. It's your dead writer song. This is a uh, weaves weaves by dead rider was rev your engines and salute. To the excellent Dead Rider, who are also uh, coming to Bottom of the Hill at the, the end of July. Uh, Weaves, here we go. I really think this is the last time, last time. I feel fine. I really think this is the last one. To the heat, step on the street. Oh, please let me find my key. 
The Cell Phones with Get You Alone off of their most excellent Get You Alone record. What a corker that one is, let me tell you. That that is an intense blast of of awesome no means no style badassery. With none other than the incredible Lindsay Charles on vocals. Fantastic vocalist, one of my favorite front people going right now. And I was lucky enough to be able to hang out in their presence, if not see their great band play again due to a flight delay at the Pier of Barbecue in Chicago, as I recapped last week. Uh, had I been thinking about it, I would have gotten a station ID, but I guess I just don't think that much. Not so much with the thinking. Before that, we had Minutes with Float and Breathe off of the badass first Minutes record, which I don't play nearly enough. I'm going to rectify that here on... Protonic Reversal. We love Minutes. More Minutes, less Molly Hatchet. I don't know if that's the official slogan of the of the show, but it's a slogan nonetheless. Before that, a Dead Rider with Weaves. That was a band that uh, pretty much blew me away in a... Nonstop weekend of bands that just were blowing me away 24-7-365. Slouch hats, uh, broken, <laughs> kind of sleazy lounge from space situation. Yeah, it's pretty great. <laughs> Actually, I, I, I gotta say, if you have never seen... Dead Rider play, and you, if you do live in the Bay Area, and uh, since this is a San Francisco show, we're going to operate in the assumption that at least some of you live in the Bay. Uh, you need to see them play, and you're going to have that opportunity. Uh, the band Dead Rider, fantastic band that I just played mere moments ago, are playing at Bottom Hill, and I might even see if I can do like a ticket giveaway or something for that, because that is a one of my favorite records of the year. That's July 30th, with a... <laughs> With Free Salamander Exhibit, I'm going to assume that's a band and not an actual <laughs> not an actual salamander exhibit that is, is around, and Fawn Fables, which is uh, hooked up in the Sleepy Time Gorilla Museum, Axis of Awesome. Taking your calls, 415-962-7979. It's back in the studio. It'd be nice to take advantage of that. Quite frankly, I want to hear from you. Use your phone as a phone. Does anybody still do that? I don't know. I guess we'll see. <laughs> so, what do we have next here? Hmm. Eh, I think we got some. We got some good stuff coming up. Oh, I got some new station IDs as well that I, I definitely want to play, but I got to. Gotta uh, get that sorted here. <laughs> this is. <laughs> I don't even know if this qualifies as a station ID, but we're gonna listen to it right now. And uh, I, <laughs> I know I got a kick out of it. Okay. <clears throat> this is the story of how this guy you know as Conan came to be. All right. <clears throat> So there was this thing called the Big Bang once, you know, it wasn't that big of a deal. A few cosmic particles collided and, you know, bam, there it was. Not a big deal. 
So then a few, you know, eons, millenniums, whatever, astrologers or astronomers or physicists or, you know, scientific types who don't drink very much called it, you know, a few protons and electrons and cosmic dust and chemical X and, uh, you know, Iggy Pop's sweat, what have you, you know, they all sort of combined together in this laboratory I'm not supposed to tell you about, and then they, uh, sort of combined in this freak accident, and out of that came this neutron, and the neutron walked out of the laboratory, or I should say floated out of it. And what he did was, as soon as he floated out of it, he let the winds blow over the Oakland, California, and then he grew arms and legs and the head and sideburns, and uh, he named himself Conan and started a few bands, and uh, he's now at Victory and Associates. And has this radio show called Protonic Reversal, and that's what you're listening to right now. <laughs> what, what maybe my my most favorite of all the rambling station IDs that I've received? Uh, that was Mr. Mike Noto of Coordinated Suicides. Oh, cheery name, Pink City, uh, Franciscan Minor, etc. Uh, great guy. I don't believe he was drunk when he when he recorded that, but I believe he was. Very sick. So that that was a, a retelling, if you will, of, of a bizarre bit he did for me in person. And uh, Mike, we thank you. And if we're more prepared, I would have a I would play a coordinated suicide song. But I will do that soon. Right now, we've got a caller. Caller, you are on the air, caller. Well, hey, Conan. Hello, and who is on the line? This is Austin. Austin Pitts. Your your people are happy that you're calling in, man. It's been it's been a while since we heard from you. They're not real. They're just like Facebook. They're not real. (laughs) Austin Pitts plays an excellent band called Hurry Up Shotgun. They are a band you can find on Bandcamp at hurryupshotgun.bandcamp.com. There is a website that I don't believe has been updated in over a year. (laughs) (laughs) There's a Twitter account that nobody answers. I don't even know how to use that thing. I can barely spell Twitter. Exactly. Can't spell Twitter without Twit. But you're a great band, and that's that. That counts for a lot more than being good at Twitter in, in my book. Thank you. Uh, so you have a you have a show coming up, don't you? Uh, I, I'm trying not to think about it, but yes, I actually do. It's tonight. <laughs> you're you're going to show up the right place, right? <laughs> yeah, it's in Oakland. So okay. I can't really like avoid it. <laughs> so, all right. So you've got you guys have got a show in Oakland. Uh, where's where's it at? What's the, I don't know. I don't know anything about these bands. All right. There's this place called uh, the Nightlight. Love the Nightlight. That is a great venue. It's uh, comfortable. It's you, you go upstairs. There's a secondary bar. It's a nice sounding room. It's not too big. It's not too small. It's it's just right. And it's locally owned. And it's I I, I love those people. Right. Can't go wrong. Um. And it's with. Uh, one of my good friend's couches. Mm. Are they actual couches? You know, 
I have only sat on one of them, but they all look so comfy, like you could fall asleep right away. Awesome. Yeah, I highly recommend it, ladies. Um, and uh, some other bands that are going to be awesome. Looks like unfortunately, I'm putting on pants, so if I fall over, it's going to be weird. Duly noted. So it looks like Mosshead and Wove, spelled W-U-V. Uh, it is Wove, Twoove. Wove. Interesting. Okay. I, I don't know anything about any of these bands, uh, but that said... And that's why we're playing with them. <laughs> you know, sometimes that's nice. Sometimes that's nice. You're, you're not playing with all the same bands. You're not playing exactly to all the same people. It, it's, a good, yeah. it's a good place to be. And, you know, the, like, like the Nightlight's a great great venue to fall in love, if you will, for the first time with, with some new music and see one of the Bay Area's best bands, which is Hurry Up Shotgun. God, it's like, yeah, you haven't even seen Couches and you're just calling them the Bay Area's best? <laughs> That's how we roll here. We, 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 fall, we fall in love easily here at Proton Reversal. Uh, Austin, I, I know you got to get going. Uh, thanks so much for calling in, man. I'll, uh, I'll play some Shotgun a little later on for, uh, for the people to get stoked about. Hey, I really appreciate all your support, Conan. Thank you. Of course, man. Have yep. a good breakfast. Radio Valencia, out. <laughs> Austin Pitts, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, we got another caller. Caller, you are on the air. Hey, is this Conan Neutron? It is. Is this Erica? This is Erica from Motherfucker. Yeah! That is awesome. <laughs> All right, people. If you were listening to last week's episode, you remember I went on and on about this band Motherfucker that I saw that was a mind blower at the PRF Barbecue. Three oh, kick-ass yeah. ladies that played kick-ass music. I'm going to say I didn't actually... I saw your, the tops of your heads more than anything else. Uh, from the back of the room where I was at, but uh, yeah, yeah, you you no, you were wonderful. I, I I loved it. Got the EP immediately. It was it was uh, it was great stuff. Thank you for calling in. Yeah, it's good to talk with you. I, I'm sorry you could only see the top of my head. I I wore my platform shoes and everything. I just didn't help them enough. You know when you got that many awesome sweaty music fans in, in one room, and some of them tend to be very tall. And I say that as a five foot eight man. It's okay. You, you roll. You roll with the punches. Yeah. I, well, I, I know how that is. Yeah. So you guys, y'all, guys are, uh, and I, I am going to play the excellent station ID that you did for me as well, which I'm looking forward to. That's that, that, that's a funny one. Uh, but you are back from tour now. You're you're back home, and it sounds like you've had there was uh, all kinds of issues with you know there were there were auto troubles like i think you had a thing with your amp or something along those lines like what's 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 going on in the in the motherfucker world is is the, is the, is the universe trying to get at you what's happening well um i think i i feel kind of dumb actually because i i thought my amp was broken because i plugged it into three different outlets and it wouldn't do anything at all um and i was thinking maybe it's the fuse but the fuse looked okay and then it was like you know all those things you check when your amp doesn't work um, right, like, uh, uh, exactly, is everything, like, plugged in correctly, is something loose, like, whatever? Yeah, and I just had it worked on right before we left town, and I mean, I went so far as to give it a little foam pillow to, to ride on in the van. Wow, that's <laughs> posh. I was afraid of all the vibrations, which sure. is actually a good idea, because Chicago has some rough roads. They uh, sure do, man. I, I, we always, you know, in, in our act, when, when, when we are touring, 
we always characterize it as Chicago under construction, which is a thing that definitely seems to happen. Yeah. Well, um, well, I brought it home, and I had a friend of mine look at it, and he was like, he got it to work almost immediately. <laughs> I was like, I don't know what it was doing. Oh, no way. So you just even, plugged it in and, ju- and just went, like, immediately? Oh. Well, he, he did open it up first. He actually didn't turn it on. He opened it up and checked some of the um, circuits and stuff in it, like connections, and, like, checked over it. And sure. It in order, and so and then he plugged it in, and it was working. And I was like, oh, great. <laughs> And that's the worst too, because you're like, no, I swear it wasn't. It wasn't working. I I turned it on and it didn't go. <laughs> that's always a bummer. But I'm glad to hear that, it, that it's operational because I uh, you know there, there's a lot of talk about you know, okay, you know, salt, solid state amps, this and that. And then I, you know, I mentioned that you know the trainer is a great solid state amp, and uh, you know I don't normally wade into the amp discussions because that's not really my steez. I, I have my strengths, and that is not necessarily one of them. But I was definitely as as a young band that is doing touring, you know, it's it's like the worst feeling in the world. Like, oh, it's not doing what it's supposed to be doing. It's going to be very difficult to put on this show now. Yeah, absolutely. So, so I'm glad. I had some good friends that had amps that were compatible with my speaker cabinet, so it worked out okay, but, yeah, it's definitely stressful. Excellent, excellent. So we are talking to Erica from the band Motherfucker, and if you want to hear some Motherfucker songs, it's... Motherfucker, motherfucker.bandcamp.com, which I highly recommend checking out their Taekwondo EP. I've been rocking the heck out of that, uh, both on and off the show. I think that this is a, this is a great little recording you have. It you know gets in, gets out, gets gets awesome. <laughs> it gets everything okay. they, that you need it to do. Yeah, it's it's one. So now, if I remember, you ladies haven't been a band for for, for a long time, right? You're re- relatively newish. As far as, uh, you know, in the global cosmic sense of things. Yeah, we, we the three of us have, were playing in a, in a different band with another guitarist for, um, like, I think Erica joined, Erica was the last one to join the drummer, Erica Rickson, and um, she was in the band for, I think, three, almost three years, um, and then we weren't able to play this festival called Slop Fest that happens in Athens every year, Athens, Georgia. Slop Fest? uh, As in, like, here's here's a bucket of slop? Yes, as in a bucket of slop. (laughs) Well, it's kind of like the Athens version of PRF, because just, like, everybody gets together and, you know, has a good time, and we raise money for charity. Um, So it's it's a smaller scale, certainly, but but it's still, like, it's good friends and a great time, and we love playing it every year. And I was having lunch with Erica one day, and we were making a joke about how we should write whole new set and make up a whole new band just so we could play Slop Fest. Um, and then we actually ended up doing it. <laughs> oh, wow. Okay. So then that, so just, it was just, there was a, the goal was there's this thing called Slop Fest and you're just going to, going to go for it. We're like, and so is that when you were, did you just have like a, okay, what's the most, what's the most non-friendly name that you could, you could have, like, how did you, how did you decide to call it a motherfucker? Which luckily we can say being ostensibly pirate radio and streaming over the internet, but were we a actual broadcast entity that was covered by the FCC, I would not be able to say that word. Right. Yeah, well, we, again, like, we only intended, our first goal was, like, we're just going to play this show and just, like, write a whole new set, like, which was ended up being only, like, four or five songs, because, you know, we did it in, like, under two months. 
<laughs> sure, because that was the goal. It was like you had this goal of playing the, you know, the slot fest. And, yeah. uh, and, and we'd been watching a lot of Quentin Tarantino movies. Ah. Or rather, rather re-watching them. And so we were saying, motherfucker all the time. And so we just kind of went for it. <laughs> Understandable. Sure we can change it if we need to later. But in well, the meantime, we were like, nobody's funding us except ourselves. So through everybody else. Sure. And I think... Uh, you know, it's interesting because after I saw Was Rocked and uh, met you, three ladies, I, I did. I remembered that on the other show that I do with uh, my bandmates, You Can't Stop the Signal, we had Henry Owens on. And he spoke about you and mentioned that, he, that first of all, that you were a band. And I remembered, I, and I was, the whole time I, I was like, like motherfucker, why, why does that sound familiar? And it's because Henry Owens was, was talking about you, very, very favorably, I might add. And I believe I said something along the lines of, like, you need to be a really badass band to pull off a name like that. And he, <laughs> he assured me that you were, and at this point I would absolutely agree with that. I, oh, thank you. I, I am very much a motherfucker fan. I'm going to get you to come to the Bay Area, maybe at the PRF West 2 next year. Hopefully, if not before, but we need to. We need to have you. We need to have you over here. People got to know. We would love to do that. We'd love to. I haven't been to the Bay Area before, unfortunately. So I would love to visit and play. I always like to play. So yeah, come out. People, people would love it. You know, trust me. You. I think you ladies would have a lovely time. I think you'd blow some minds. I think that's a that's a great place to be. So. So. Two of you had played together in another band before, and then the, the so then the three of you had not played together as a band before. You got together for this uh, was it Goop Fest? Is that what it was? <laughs> slop Fest. Sorry, Goop, <laughs> Goop Slop. Whatever. I'm. It's it's, 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 a, it's still morning over here. I know it's a little later where you're at. So yeah, it's all good. Well, actually, all three of us were in the other band, the last band that we were in. Um, there were we were all in a band called Incendiaries. Um, with another person so, so that was a four piece group and then um, Erica and I started um, Mother F- Motherfucker before it was named we were decided we were going to play Slotfest and then we invited Mandy in um, because who else would you get to play bass except for Mandy Branch obviously yeah she's a utter um, badass I get it <laughs> I know yeah we and we're all like we're all very good friends and so I I've also kind of reached a point I've played music with so many different people that I, I just I reached a point where I don't I'm, I'm more interested in playing music with people that I like than playing music that, yeah, I don't know, is professional. Like, I'd rather just have fun and, and enjoy it. Because and, I'm not going to, you know, it's not going to be a career, so why not just enjoy the time that I have to do it? Well, I think that and what, one of the things I got out of seeing you play and it's something that I characterize about the band The Bismarck as well is that you can kind of hear the friendship in what you do like like in and between the notes and I think that that's something that I think you can be a good band and not have you know that sort of like bond almost <laughs> as if you were in, the, in a war together or something along those lines of, of just this you know commonality of, of use but I think it's it's very noticeable that you, know, you three vibe off each other and play off each other very well, and I, I think it's noticeable when bands don't do that, and that's not yeah. my that's not my thing at all. So I think I think that's uh, I think you're onto something with with this ethos. I think it fits very well with with the PRF 
thing as well, which is one of the reasons that your band has stolen the hearts of so many yeah. of the PRF faithful. Yeah, I think you're absolutely right. I definitely think that there are good bands that, that don't have that specific vibe. Certainly there are, but just from my personal experience, I've just, I've never had, I've never enjoyed being in a band more and more and looked forward to band practice and shows more. That's great. One, so. Yeah, that's, that's, that's why you do it. You know? <laughs> I mean, that's, that's, yeah. that's awesome. That's, yeah. and so, and you're, since you're a relatively newish band, have you, is this one of like the first bigger tours that you did? Is, is this a... Like what's uh, um, what well, have you done? Personally, um, <laughs> the biggest tour I've ever done was two and a half months, was driving in a big circle around the U.S. <laughs> That's a pretty big tour for sure. It was. Have you have you been out intense. to California before? Have you been out, out to the Bay? I did. I played in uh, San Luis Obispo and um, Eureka. Those oh wow! Are the two California shows I played. Both. Um, if, if you are purveyors, if you are interested in the weed, those are both good places for for, for those things, <laughs> but for sure. Well, wait, I, I remember you actually, um, San Luis Obispo being very beautiful, and Eureka for some reason just did not, maybe it was just the part of town I saw, I don't know, but it didn't seem nearly as, um, I don't know. It just seemed kind of run down, I guess. But uh, but the people were great there, so it's a little run down. It's it's a college town. That there's a lot of of growing that happens there. But yeah, the, this the, the town itself doesn't seem especially impressive at, at first glance. So yeah, it's, it's understandable. So what, are there any are there any areas that you've you found that you really like when you've been traveling around that were like kind of struck you as oh wow this place is different than what I expected or I think the thing that. Um, the, the place that I was most surprised by the beauty of it was the Southwest. Totally. Uh, and I think that the thing I learned the most about the U.S. is that a lot of places are similar, uh, more so than you would think, because um, they all have, you know, that part by the highway where it has all the chain restaurants, and then, like, you can go into find your old downtown area. It's like... There are a lot of, like, blanket similarities in the U.S. and the cities, but, like, everyone has its own little feel and community. And um, I don't know. I just I love exploring. I always think about going and traveling as an adventure. And um, I think I could, honestly, I kind of feel like I could live on the road pretty easily. Like, I just love it. Well, it seems like you got the right attitude for it as well. And you're in a band with, you know, two of your friends. That's a, that's a good start. Yeah, that definitely makes it more enjoyable. Um, yeah. Does stuff ever get confusing having two Erica's in the band? Sorry, say that again. Having two Erica's in the band, does thing do things ever get confusing? Do uh, do both of you turn at once when people call out your name? Like what's what's that like? You know, it's funny. Uh, we actually have not had much trouble with that. Um, fortunately, we both don't talk in the third person much. <laughs> uh, and Mandy <laughs> refers to us by our last names usually. Oh, okay, so. cool. So, you know, at least that, that helps a lot. <laughs> nice. That's awesome. So, and then as far as, uh, I mean, how, do you, how do you feel about Athens? Do you, do you love it? Do you want to stay there and rock out for forever? Like, what's, what's Athens, Georgia like? I've actually, I've toured this dumb country of ours many times over, and I, I've never spent a single minute in Athens, but I know some great <laughs> people there, and it seems like it's a nice place to make music. It is. Athens is a great city. Um, what I love about Athens is that it's got a ton of things going on. On any given day, you can find something cool to do. 
um, and it has a great small town feel at the same time. So like you go anywhere, you're going to see people you know, and uh, they're going to be friendly, you know. And um, yeah, I, I'm not. I do love Athens. I like living here. I think it's a great home base. Um, I'm not specifically tied to living here forever. Like I'd be, if there was a reason to go somewhere else, I'd try that and check that out. But I, you know, for right now, it works really well for me. Sure, and it, you know, it seems seems like you've got a good, 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 good community there. Uh, I, there was some some show you were, I saw that you're on about on the books of face that uh, uh, with, with those local bands. With those, I wasn't really paying that much attention. I'm sorry. But pattern pattern is movement. I think you, you saw is that that was yeah. Pattern is movement is a great band. They're from Philadelphia, actually. They were coming through town. Oh, nice. Um, and they are they're a great two piece. Um, they almost have like a, a soul kind of feel, but it's got like a indie rock sort of modern twist on it. I, I really like them. And they played with a local band called Faster Circuits. Um, they're from Athens, and they are fantastic too. Um, I'm not sure exactly how to describe it, but the the two bands vibe very well together. It was a very it's always nice when that happens. Something. It's always nice when that happens for sure. So on this tour, did you did you find some some new bands to fall in love with and get stoked and inspired by? Oh yeah, um, I mean mostly mostly at PRF, just because there were so many so many like every band that played was like, oh this is really good. Like all the bands were good, and even if it wasn't really like going to be something that would be my favorite i was still appreciating the vibe of it you know like the musicianship it really is hard to talk about that you're right it is it's hard to talk about those kind of things without sounding like a, you're in a cult because you're like oh this band was awesome and they did this and then this next band they were awesome and they did this other thing and then this next band they were awesome and it's, <laughs> it's like okay everything was awesome we get it we understand <laughs> yeah i feel like yeah you can't get it until you go but and it's and it's a little bit of a a mind fuck because when you're talking to somebody and you're meeting somebody new and you're having a great conversation and then someone will come out of the side room of the place and they're like oh you just missed the best band and you're like oh but I'm talking to this cool person right at any given moment in time you're always missing something great which is yeah this is something you kind of have to get okay with but Mm-hmm. Yeah, there, there were a lot of amazing moments at that uh, you know I think I thought minute set was absolutely you know mind blowing uh, dead writer freaking fantastic Nonagon's always yeah. great I, I love the hell out of you guys I, I thought that motherfucker was wonderful and uh, I'm, I'm glad to have met your acquaintance and I'm glad to have seen you seen you rock it and like I said we got it we have to we're gonna get you on the west coast that's that's it's not a request it's more of a statement of fact so just <laughs> just get ready of that all right well I will look forward to it for sure uh, <laughs> Erica, any anything else you'd uh, like to like to mention? Motherfucker, motherfucker. Bandcamp. dot com. Uh, I think y- y'all are on Facebook. We are on Facebook. Yes. Uh, so uh, go like that. Jeff Moody says hello. I don't know if you if you met him at the barbecue, but he was he was a guest last week on the uh, remote broadcast. And yeah, uh, Jeff is Jeff Moody's good people. So that's good good awesome. people saying hello to good people. That's what Protonic Reversal does. Protonic awesome. reversal. That's what proton reversal is, is meeting new people who are awesome. It is, exactly. Let's let's <laughs> let's just let's call it let's call it out where it is. Uh, I like it. Thanks so much for calling in, uh, and it, it's so great to have you. I I'd, I'd like to have, have all three of you in at some point. Um, we'll we'll get you out here, et cetera, et cetera. Awesome forever and always. Uh, keep up the rocking. You're good at the rocking. I like it. 
Cool. Thanks so much. It was great talking with you. All right, Erica. Take care. Have a good day. All right. Bye. That's Erica from the band Motherfucker. So motherfucker, motherfucker.bandcamp.com. Look them up on Facebook. And I'm going to play a raucous rockin' song by that band right now. This is a Taekwondo.
weird motherfucker. Hey y'all. 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 Damn right you are. That is the excellent band, motherfucker, of which we just had the amazing Erica on for. What a great band. That's a four-song EP, and that that's a they do a thing that is really cool that you actually want to hear more of it. Rather than being like, hey, this is great. When's it going to be over? Which is an all-too-common occurrence. Three very funny, very talented ladies, and I'm going to get them out of here. I'm going to get them. Guaranteed. That is that is a statement of intent. That is a promise. That is a... Protonic reversal. Swear. Motherfucker will be out here. Oh, yes. Yes, they will. This I swear. This shall be my quest. My vision. The bad motherfucker shall come to the Bay Area. They will travel across great lands. We will look with the... Oh, looks like we got a caller. I'll have to ditch the Cosmos bit. Caller, you're on the air. Hey, uh, this is Christopher Kasugas. Christopher Kasuga! How you doing, sir? How are you doing? Um, Oh, this, this crazy crowd just came by and they started cheering. It was it was wild. I, oh, that's crazy! I've just, never seen yeah, such a just thing. Just like the NBC Today show, just just like the same joke that I made last time I called into the show. Exactly, and it's still going to be funny. So yeah. I'm still going to laugh. How are you it's doing, the sir? Same joke is all, uh, I'm doing fine. I'm in bed. I just woke up. So yeah, it's always fun on a Thursday morning. Actually, I wanted to call in and uh, ask a question, if I may. Absolutely, ask away. Uh, so you've been in uh, several bands uh, over the course of your uh, playing music life. Mm-hmm. Have you ever gone to a thing where, like, after one of where like the band that you're in is sort of like breaking up or in the process of breaking up, that you feel completely uninspired to uh, write anything new, like just absolute like river blocks, if you will? Sure. I, I don't want to say a whole lot because, you know, nothing is really, like, superficial, but the band that I'm in, FGP, is currently, like, we've been on the downturn for, like, the last several months. We've just wrapped up recording on our uh, last uh, album, and, you know, it's, every time that I try to pick up a guitar to, like, write something for my perceived next project, I can't think of anything that really sticks. Right, I think that that's, and that, that's the thing that happens... A lot, of, a lot of people don't realize that bands have cycles. And some of these are life cycles, and for your more longer-lived bands, they can be, be cycles of creativity. And I, what, you're, what you're speaking about, I absolutely have run into. Uh, well, especially in my band Replicator, which was my longest-lived band. I mean, it was almost a decade, so there was definitely more than a few <laughs> epochs, if you will. <laughs> yeah. And... Some of them were based on exterior influence, and some of them were just pure inside the band. And you know, you sometimes sometimes stuff will just run its course, and then the the 
the thing you have to decide at that point is, okay, have things actually just run their course, run their course, period, and, you know, it's, we're done here, or is there more to say and do, and what would that look like? And so that can involve, be involved a change of the process, maybe a change of how songs are created, or just finding something new within it. Now, now for me, in that band, what worked for me is at the time we were touring a lot, and we always would get paired with the local Jesus Lizard band. You know, and for a while that's cool. Some of them, some of them are great, some of them less so. But I got to the point that I wasn't really listening to noise rock that much. I was just listening right. to things like ACDC and Thin Lizzy, just classic rock. That's it. So for me, since I was listening to that, I kind of put that through my warp meat grinder perspective. And the stuff that ended up coming out was my version of hard rock for that band, which of course is like a warp funhouse mirror of everything. So. It, the, the songs ended up coming out different because I was able to take influence from things that I liked and put it through with my bandmates, and we were able to pull it together. Now, that said, we were a band for like a long time, and that's an easier thing to do when you have everybody that's sort of on board on the same page. Sometimes, if something's not working, you're feeling uninspired, uh, you just need to do what's right for you. And yeah. that can mean any number of things. You know, the side projects can be interesting because it'll, it'll help you think about music in a different way but sometimes it's because it, it, it's if chemistry is very important in a band even if there's like someone that's like i'm the primary songwriter and i you know do all this that, and that the chemistry between a band is vital and because you you mentioned and i'm very sorry to hear this but i know you are going to be if you don't mind me mentioning this you are going to be moving uh that it, it's difficult to kind of garner up enthusiasm out of the void for something that you know is like maybe has like a like a like a death clock going. Yeah, and it sounds I like that's like, what you're experiencing. Yeah, well, and I mean, like, I don't know, all of that stuff, like in my head, has already been sort of like I, I don't want to say written off because I'm I listen back to like the mixes of the stuff that we just recorded and it sounds fucking awesome. But at the same time, though, it's like. There's no way, like, in the next several months that we're going to be don't be able to, like, do, like, a final show. Our uh, our, our drummer, he actually, not, not the one that you saw us play, uh, play the PRF West Coast with. But, right, because that, that guy's a fill-in uh, guy. Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, the, uh, fill, the fill-in guy was actually, like, our, uh, our current drummer actually, like, tra- we practiced with both drummers in the room. To uh, so mm. that, like, he could uh, bone up on the songs, which is really cool. Like, drums is there, but uh, that's not my point. My point is that I don't know if you heard of the band that uh, kind of like spitting, but uh, yeah, my my uh, our, our drummer got the gig to drum for them, which you know for me it would be like if say I don't know Police Deep asked me, hey, can you play guitar with us? Sure, it's, it's kind of like a, like, like a dream gig for yeah. for him and and his taste, which. Is awesome, and I'm sure you're, you're stoked for your friend. But by the same token, yeah, it's gonna be. Yeah, it's like. Puts the crimp on things. He's already the busiest drummer in town, and uh, he's going on tour uh, July, and then he's going on tour with another band in September and stuff. Our bassist already lives, and uh, he actually lives up in your neck of the woods, Oakland now. Uh, he and our guitarist, his wife is having another baby, I've been planning on moving out of town, so it, it's always it's been like a confluence of factors that like, you know, like musically we've been all, been doing okay, but 
the, the way that like our personal schedules have just started to route like rattle out is just has made made it sort of a thing and and sort of like in my head I'm already like past all this I want to get sort of like a head start like coming up with like songs and ideas riff lights for like sure. the, my next band but you know that's I don't know like in the last like several weeks of just me well part of it is playing guitar by myself I'm sure if I just uh, play if I were just like even just jam with like a few friends like maybe that would probably decide but like nothing that I've really like try it out has really stuck in my mind as something that I want to uh, to uh, you know work on well and i think so you're in an interesting position because you're in a position right now where you you've sunk a lot of time and energy into this band and you are proud of what you've done i would presume uh, as you would every right to be because it's yeah. it's awesome and you want to Thank honor you. it but at the same time you're, you're kind of ready for the next thing so you're this this yeah. weird and there's no phrase that i know of that describes this but you're, you're kind of anticipating what's happening next but you don't want to short sell what already has occurred right yeah and then the fact that you're not going to get to get the closure of i'm a big fan of the of the of the last show phenomenon i and there are people that are not like brian walsby for instance like has like he did a comic book about how stupid he thinks it is to do a last show fuck him he's wrong <laughs> he's uh it, it's it, it, the thing is if you are a band in any way, shape, or form as anybody outside the band that uh, likes or cares about them, which is no guaranteed thing, of course, in this world of ours, it is wildly selfish not to do a last show, I feel, as just a chance to, to say goodbye. But it also depends on where the people are at within the band as well, because that's ultimately what counts. And if, yeah. if everyone is, is somewhere else and you know they've already sort of, you know, I guess the phrase goes, killed the band in your mind... Then yeah, I don't know. Like, what's you, where? Where do you want to sink that energy into? Because that's energy that could be spent building something else as well. But mm-hmm. by the same token, it would be nice to actually honor the thing that you've done and spent all this time and energy and you know sunk so much of your heart and soul into. Yeah, it's a tough spot, I mean, like man. We, tough spot. Yeah, like we had sort of like uh, like the last show that we did was in town at like a. Uh, like little uh, local uh, like like old cat and town festival that they hold like before all the uh, colleges the colleges and like high schools have their graduation ceremonies and we uh, headlined that and it was a little bit fun and our drummer was all if we had advertised that as the last show it would it would have been a great last show right because it gives so, people it gives people a chance to say goodbye it, it and I hate I hate to say it but it gives it it gives people a reason to care <laughs> too. Yeah. Because it would be nice if people just cared when they should, but you know, everyone lives very busy lives. We we're in a world full of information, full of stimuli and entertainment. And yeah, yeah, I don't know, man. That's that's tough. Yeah, I guess I'm just gonna have to like roll with it. I mean, like the last thing that I can really just that we can really just do at this point is whenever uh, the. Uh, like we're ready to uh, release like our last recording just like put it out hype it up a little bit I mean we can't really play a show on it at least for like next several next like month or so so right right so so you're actually you're making a last release you're like is that is that what's going on yeah we've got we got uh, one more in the bag okay and then yeah I think and then after that I think uh, we're good 
Well, I'll tell you this, man, that for me and for where I'm at, I'm a big fan of documenting everything and getting it out there because the, the unfortunate thing for me is that if you, that doesn't happen, then you end up being like, oh, I wish we would have recorded that song or whatever. I wish that would have been, ah, oh, would have been. And then there's nothing you can do about it because that's, you know, that time is gone and you, you just lose it forever. Now, the, yeah. the other side of it is that sometimes it's nice to have something just exist in the moment. And there, there's nothing wrong with that as well. And, but I don't know. I guess you just got to look at the, the, the reward versus uh, what you're potentially risking by doing it. So a risk-reward, I suppose, if you will. Yeah, great band. <laughs> great band, yeah. indeed, yes. Yeah. Well, and if you yeah. do end up making a last recording, I would I would hope that you would let me premiere a song or two on the air. For but, certain. But, it, but if not, yeah. I, I, look, <laughs> I eagerly await uh, what happens next in the world of Chris Kasuga. I, I will definitely be sure to uh, let you uh, pop a track in advance, so uh, that, that'll be really cool. It'll be a, uh, a, a world premiere, if you will, on none other than... Protonic Reversal. Protonic Reversal. Very nice. All right, man. All right, well, it's good talking to you, Conan, as always. Keep keep your head up, son. Uh, I will do what I can. <laughs> All, right. All right, buddy. Bye-bye. Bye. Hi. My name is Christopher Kasuga, and I play guitar and sing into a microphone in the rock band Feeling Gravity's Pull from Merced, California, a band in a town that you may have not heard anything about, and you are listening to Conan Neutron's Protonic Reversal, a radio show that you may have also not have heard about, which broadcasts every Thursday morning from 8 to 10 Pacific on San Francisco's very own Radio Valencia. Christopher Kasuga. Let me, let's hear a Feeling Gravity's Pull song right now. How about that? This is a this stress test.
Mr. Chris Kasuka, who also did that excellent and hilarious station ID. Getting quite the, the collection going here. All very nice people, too. I like that. So you can find that feelinggravityspull.bandcamp.com. May or may not be the last release, as, as, as you've heard. That's a bummer. But, you know, I think we're going to hear a lot more from that kid. I like it. Look, here's the deal. You're listening, and I thank you, you're listening to Protonic Reversal. Right? You have questions? We have answers. That's how we roll around here. Calling in neutrons, Protonic Reversal. That's right. Protonic Reversal. A little sad. A little sad today because there's no DJ real-time drop in the chair next to me. DJ real-time drop. No, sadly work has won the day yet again, and the forces of mediocre misery have taken my delightful sometimes co-host away from me. I do hope she will be back next week. We will see. There's going to be a one-off 5th of July show that I'm going to have here at Radio Valencia with my You Can't Stop the Signal co-host, Evan Gritson. And potentially real-time drop as well. And that's going to be this Saturday, the 5th, 5th of July. It's in the slot that is normally designated for the Radio Valencia Metal Show, the Metal Asylum, noon to 2. We will not be playing metal. It will sound quite a bit like this sounds, but with... The excellent Evan Gritson of Victory and Associates, and you can't stop the signal fame in the other chair, and hopefully real time drop as well. Uh, Brenna, you are missed. We will impress you later. No, you impress me now, even without being here. Got a treat for you. This has been a, a good action packed show thus far, but in about, oh, 
15 minutes or so, we'll be talking to Mr. Ryan Warner. Ryan Warner. Oh, wait, wait, wait. No, sorry, sorry. I meant Ryan Warner. Yeah. Uh, excellent. Very talented. Very talented man. I look very forward to speaking with him and hearing about his, his book tour. So uh, that'll be fun. For now, uh, you should listen to this. Hey, this is Nate. Oh, sorry. Uh, I was tuning my guitar. This is Eric. And this is this is Dan. Uh, and Chris. And we are the Bismarck, and you are listening to Conan Neutron's Protonic Reversal. Oops, sorry. We just broke your amps.
Fair Weatherer by the Gary. That one goes out by request to Mr. Chad Decent of Thunder Bay. Thunder! For that, we had 0.079 by the Bismarck, along with an excellent station ID. Very funny that that very excellent band gave me when I saw them at the PRF Barbecue. I guess it'd be about two weeks ago at this point. Such great times, such great, such great rockin'. I have their all. That's off the record. Uh, great Plains, which is one of my favorite records of 2010. Good Lord, says the atheist. Wow. Uh, there's a new record they have, not so new anymore. Wild Prairie Rose. I have it on vinyl. I actually don't have a digital version of it to play for you, so I will play that for you next week. But we need to anyway. Because it's really hard to go wrong with any record, any record of any kind that has a song title, Necklace of Human Dicks. Just going to throw that out there, Necklace of Human Dicks. That's a real live song title by a real live band called The Bismarck. And they are excellent. After that, we have the Gary, as I mentioned, Fairweatherer by request. That's on Remains. Great record. Great band. Lots of great songs. That's one I always come back to. I'd like to play the hits here on Protonic Reversal. Because we like hits. <laughs> play the hits. It's a hit in my world, man. It's uh, the Gary. Uh, the Gary you can find at thegary.com. I think it, uh, there's a forward to the band camp. You, you can get that great record as well as many other fine releases. And you can also go to Sick Room Records for that. All right, so we're going to have Ryan Warner on uh, shortly. I'm looking forward to that. That should be a good time. If Whether you know it or not, you are in for a bit of a treat. Let's put it that way. Um, But before that, oh, so many places to go, so many things to do, so much music to play. The world's a wild and wonderful place. It's insane. Um... Here's a song by a band called Tilts.
is Tilts with Touchdowns off of the Cuatro Hombres record that I highly recommend you check out if you're the kind of person that likes the rock and or roll. Online right now, we have Mr. Ryan Warner. Hey, bud. What's up? Hey, dude. Good to talk to you, man. What's that? I said it's good to talk to you. This is thank you for being yeah, on the show. I, I missed I miss you when you were uh, in the Midwest because I was in the Midwest as well, but uh, moving rapidly in opposite directions. Right. So. Yeah, you, you saw me coming and you, you went to another state. I get it. I, <laughs> I know yeah, that works. I, I, was, I was like, get Mr. California out of here. I'm leaving. Mr. Big Time. No, in, in, in all seriousness, you were doing a book tour for your, yeah. for your newest release, right? Yeah, we... Um, we actually had a mishap in Ames last night where we showed up and no one, including the people who booked the show, was there. Oof. And uh, so, yeah, we just came home. So <laughs> that was the second to last show, and uh, we're going to drive back to uh, Cedar Falls, Iowa, tonight to do the last one. But, uh, yeah, I hate double backing, but uh, I'll make uh, I'll make them. I have, to <laughs> go into, I have to go into work today, so uh, I'll make the money back by not having to pay someone to do my job for me today. So. But that's that sounds terrible. <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah, that no, sounds it, awful. It, it sounds great. The, the show didn't happen. Well, what happened was uh, the show was all set up, and then I get an email from the girl about two weeks ago. She says, "Oh, I forgot to mention, I'm moving to France." Hmm. Yeah, I can see where that yeah. would slip your mind. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, the show, she's like, the show can still go on, and then she set it up through her roommates. It was a, it was a house show, and uh, yeah, they ended up. In, they're like, yeah, so cool, sounds great. Like everything's all set, and then uh, no one was there when we got there. So, except one girl who was foreign, and uh, I couldn't quite place her accent at all, and she just she didn't know anything about the show. So, <laughs> but yeah, at very at very least, she had an indeterminate accent of unknown origin. Yeah. So tour is great, kids. Go on it. It's wonderful. So, <laughs> but no, yeah, tour tour is great. But uh, it, it went really awesome. We uh, we uh, met a lot of cool writers. A lot of cool people who weren't writers, which is, you know, sometimes usually even better. But uh, and then sold a bunch of books. You know, so. yeah, people, you know, people that are reading—that's that's always nice. It's a nice thing. When yeah, people well, read. I mean, it, they're either reading or buying expensive compost. So I don't, I don't know. Oh. <laughs> Oof, rough. Yeah, I know. It's yeah. You, you ever find one of your? You ever find out one of your records used anywhere? Yeah, it's not the not the most fe- best feeling in the world. Come to Dubuque. I mean, I got I got rid of all mine like right after you gave them to me. They didn't give me anything for them, but I was just like, get them out of the collection. Like, you know. Yeah, it's, it's, what, what was the what was the one? Uh, one fierce beer coaster? Is that what it was? <laughs> exactly. There you go. <laughs> but yeah, man. Uh, cool. So yeah, we're we're uh, finished up the book tour. I'm doing eleven more days out at the uh, end of July with uh, solo ex- guitarist extraordinaire Bob Bucko. So. Bob Bucko Jr. Okay. Number two, according to the wonderful Billy. So. <laughs> Who's Schlub number one? Oh wait. Schlub. Oh yeah, I know. Yeah. Never mind. Sorry. He's like, I'm gonna rank the top three Schlubs. Number one, Schlub. Number two, Bob Bucko. Number three, Colin. So Colin made the cut, which is great. Colin Reed made the cut as Schlub number three. <laughs> Fantastic. Yeah. This is the amazing Billy Bissig of uh, Trophy Wives. He, you're speaking of uh, God, God's original creature. Yeah, he's. Uh, you know they. They really did break the mold. A man out of time. He uh, he looks like he's from a Blue Oyster Cult video in an alternate universe where Blue Oyster Cult was around at a time where they made music videos. Like, <laughs> <laughs> that's a pretty appropriate, albeit long, explanation. But I, I get what you're going with, and I like it. I, I like yeah. it a lot. It'll work. But uh, yeah. So 
we are uh, yeah hanging out. How is uh, how is California? Is it nice and sunny? Out Great. There? I'm, do- I'm doing a, I'm doing a radio show. You know, it's it's in the it's in the Mission. So the Mission is is very foggy right now. That's a thing that happens, especially in this area mm-hmm. of San Francisco. But yeah, it's it's nice to be you know in a place where even when it's hot. It isn't humid, so you don't really notice it that much. And quote unquote hot in California, unless you're in the Central Valley, which does get really absurdly hot. It's not as right, hot right. As, it, as it is out over there. So you know, it's nice to be home, where the weather's wonderful and everything's seven times more expensive. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that sounds wonderful. You could you could uh, hang out in Kenosha, Wisconsin, and uh, buy a beer for like two dollars, or you can go and buy the same one and. San Francisco for like seven. Well, it's interesting. Drinking culture is such a big thing in the, in the Midwest that it, it's something that I think if you if you live around there, maybe you don't notice it. Maybe like you know, like the frog in the boiling water in the pot right. sort of scenario. That it's like no, everyone is drinking all the time, always. Yeah, there's really not an ex- yeah. There's there's no reason not to be drinking all the time out here unless you don't drink, and then it's really something that get questioned about <laughs> which you would know about as as a guy that uh you know that doesn't drink yeah it's 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 always like you know the new, the neutral position in the midwest is like drinking so if you right. don't drink that's the weird thing so like, uh, you think you're better than us drink. what are you not drinking for what's i don't get yeah. it <laughs> yeah it's, it's like why why don't you drink well, well i i just I don't like that's that's the thing I'm always doing is not drinking. Like you're going out of your way to drink. Why why are you drinking? Like <laughs> right, exactly. Like, that's the question. But I, it doesn't matter. I don't I don't care. I'm not like knocking beers out of people's hands. I'm not I'm not drawing X's on my hands and stuff like that. I don't really <laughs> care. But prompts is kept. I don't even I don't even like minor threat. I could care less, really. <laughs> so, and for for people that aren't aware of of the magnificent Ryan Warner, and yes, I said magnificent. You're you're a man of, of of many talents, many talents. You're, you you write write books, which most people wouldn't if they just were to look at you, or not not necessarily assume that you'd be literate, let alone a very capable and awesome writer. Well, thanks, bud. <laughs> yeah, I usually uh, I usually uh, I, I have this story I've been reading. It's from the new book, um, and it's about twin brothers. And I always talk about like, yeah, if I had a you know, I always kind of wanted a twin brother, but then every time I saw someone who looked like me, it was always when I was watching Cops. So, like, I never actually wanted. <laughs> I always, like, thought I wanted one. I'm like, what is that? Oh, meth. Okay, cool. Yeah, I'll just I'll just hopefully never have a twin. But, yeah, but I don't know. I guess it, I, I guess it maybe throws people. I don't really think too much of it, you know. I mean, to, I, it's definitely unexpected, but I wouldn't say it's unbelievable. You know, I think that kind of denies people their duality that they're allowed to have. Well, sure, but I, I think for, uh, I think people tend to outwardly dismiss lots of, of people. Well, lo- lo- lots of things, and lo- but uh, they tend to dismiss people based on uh, their visual appearance as well. I mean, there, there's been plenty of times... You know, uh, yeah. I, I've been at, like, the punk rock show, and, you know, I just look like some, I'm just some guy in jeans and t-shirt, like, you know, like, whatever, just some dude, like, oh, he's going to have Liberty Spikes and right. a back patch that says, uh, you know, Alf's Rotten or something. I'm like, well, no, but that... <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, it's, I don't know, and I, I guess part of it's stick, and you kind of, like, I, I think that's necessary to... You know, I mean, there's there's always a big argument about you know whether or not you could wear shorts on a professional stage, and you know the difference between presentation and uh, you know fashion. Like, what is what is just you know like proper and respectful, and what is like going out of the way to like be trendy or something. Like, if there is a difference and stuff like that. I mean, 
I see. I see PRFers arguing about that all the time. Yeah, like, well, it's, it's hot. I'm wearing shorts. Like well, that's how it goes. <laughs> like you know, it's like you, you just got you got to realize that uh, what you're doing is you're putting little, you know, no effort into it, and that's fine. Some people can put no effort into it, and they are badass enough at what they're playing that it works. But ninety five percent of the people that are going to be doing that are just going to be like, "Yeah, bro, we're we're totally going to get signed. We're the next big thing." Like, dude, there's no chance that's going to happen. You live in rural right. Kansas. No one's looking for you. <laughs> Yeah, if it's good enough for Ike from minutes, it's good enough for me, I guess. I'm not going to wear the stocking cap from October to uh, February, but uh, that's all him. <laughs> but, uh, shorts, 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 I'll sign on. Like <laughs> Ike Turner, it's going to be minutes. Yes, I, I think that's a good metric. It, it was a, it's a what would Ike do sort of situation. What a, what a cool guy. I wish I could have saw him on uh, at the... Uh, Barbecue, I'm not gonna lie, brother. It was that was pretty pretty fantastic. It was a. Uh, I know. I Colin gave me the update. I, I saw him when we went through St. Louis uh, um, earlier on in the week. Sloop three, you're talking about now. Sloop number three, yes. Uh, as the rankings go, but uh, yeah, he uh, he was telling me all about all the great bands that I didn't get to see at all, and all the people who left after Hum played. Which, yeah. Uh, did, I, I couldn't believe. Did he know. tell you about the uh, digit song that I sang at the live band karaoke that he jumped in on and horned in on? Because that was that was pretty fun. I no, I didn't get to hear that. <laughs> that God, yeah, I don't. That's know. pretty much the story. Yeah. I, I climbed on him. It was fun, you know. And you got to talk to Jeff and all sorts of other wonderful. Yeah, things. Jeff was uh, he was on the show last week. Jeff Moody. Yeah, I know. I still I still didn't get a chance to listen to it. We we cruised around after the bad show last night. Uh, we just kind of listened to Van Halen and Thin Lizzy the entire way home and just sort of raised spirits up. So, and who's so who's the fellow that you have on tour with us? Like, what's his deal? Oh, uh, his name's Michael Lambert. He's a great poet from uh, Southwest Wisconsin. I went to undergrad with him uh, at school. And, uh, yeah, I worked at a record shop, and, you know, he was playing guitar too hard and breaking a string every day, and we were the only place in small-town Platteville that sold guitar strings, because there's no guitar shop. So uh, he'd come in every day and get a new guitar string, and I'd be working, and we'd talk about music a little bit. And uh, Yeah, so then he started writing, and he got really damn good at it. So, <laughs> so yeah, he has a new book out called uh, Circumnavigation from Redbird Chatbooks. All right. And, uh, yeah, it's, it's awesome, man. Like, getting to hear him read, it's like, I don't know, like, sometimes you... Like, I don't know, hopefully the way tours always work is that you go out with someone who you want to hear every night, and it's totally been awesome hearing him every night, get to read his stuff. Sure, and it, al- it almost can even challenge you to sort of up your game a little bit. <laughs> yeah, too, because like, if, if like, he goes first and he like, does awesome, I'm like, oh man, like i gotta, I got to kill it now. <laughs> like, i gotta, I got to be the best, you know? Like, you've, you've been on stage like with me, you know, like it's always a game of one-upmanship between, you know, that and whoever like yeah you you want to make sure that i mean you don't want to be the ones like oh, everything was great up until uh those guys Ugh. yeah you don't, you don't want to be that guy you know like you want to be the one that like oh that guy is that guy's just jumping off the cliff like cool like, you know I'll, I'll respect that over you know whether or not it's good i, I want to see some i want to see people jump off the cliff and then if they need to be brought back on later that's fine but yeah, just just watch them fly. Like that's all I want to see. But. Right, Ryan. I gotta say, I don't I don't really know why because I've been taking calls all morning. But it suddenly sounds like you're talking through a uh, failing guitar cable. I don't really know why. So I'm trying to make some, seeing if there's any adjustments on my side. But if for some reason you have say like a Transformers voice box thing that you are talking through, please stop that. Oh yeah, I've got my uh, my Mighty Morphin Power Rangers uh, belt on. It's active, so it might uh, we might get some uh, coaxial flutter going on. <laughs> 
Gotcha. If that's a thing. Is that a thing? You're a tech guy. Co- co- coaxial flutter. Coaxial flutter. Sure. Yeah, sounds good. Is it? Yeah. Sounds plausible. <laughs> I mean, you got to just get that uh, Nimbo Stratus jacket on there, and it should probably clear things up. Just reboot the fuck's capacitor. Uh, you know, yeah. no big deal. Just make sure you take a watch or line up, and it should be pretty solid. <laughs> right. Oh, yeah. We'll just com- recombobulate it, you know, gonculate it out. Redonculate. <laughs> so, uh, how are things with the VNA camp, man? Uh, fine, boring. I mean, nothing, nothing, nothing's happening. I mean, it's you know we're kind of, kind of take, taking a summer off, so you know we'll see. But I'm, I'm doing this. This is good. I'm, I'm enjoying doing the uh, protonic reversal. Protonic reversal. Protonic reversal. Uh, do, you and have a, do you have like a little fart uh, like thing on the uh, the soundboard there? Like you can just click buttons. Do you have those? I, <laughs> <laughs> I do not have a actual fart sound effect, but I do have a, a soundboard. Yes, that that is a thing I have. That that's how uh, I, I I don't want to give away the store here. But when you hear this, that's not actually a roving group of people walking by and cheering like it's the Today Show. It's actually a, a button on on this thing that, I, that I'm pushing. See, it'll be it'll be really confusing when you uh. When you do your live uh, broadcast from a parade, right? Be- <laughs> exactly. Why not? And then, of course, I also have uh, Bon Mots like this one. No, I kind of know the sound man for Rob Zombie. Mr. John Hulahan, he kind of knows the sound man for Rob Zombie. So that's that. Well, I, I, see, I thought that's what it said, but then I was actually confused as to why it was saying that. But who oh yeah, actually texted me. Last, he, te- he was texting me Rush lyrics last night. I don't know why. Like he was <laughs> what? Yeah, I don't know. He's just like, I've had a change of heart. I think Presto is an amazing album. And I'm like, dude, that's not... Yeah, I don't know. It was weird. So, yeah. Yeah, my... Yeah. You're weird. We have answers. <laughs> Fantastic. I, 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 love, I love to hear that. That's everybody coming together in a, in a wild, wild world of awesomeness. You know, I was going to play some Young Indian stuff, and I realized I don't have it with me. So I'll, I'll have to play that another on another show that's less yeah. relevant because you're not on it. <laughs> So. Yeah, the, the, uh, the Split Fricks EP should be done soon, too. We're getting it mastered uh, this month, actually, So, and then that'll be all done. And I sent a message to Jeff Box the other day, and uh, it sounds like with any luck, Split Fricks should be doing Thundershell this year. Hopefully. That's awesome. I'm very I'm very excited to hear that. That should be that should be really great. It's, uh, yeah, it's, it's the most wonderful time of the year. People get stoked about Christmas. That's how I get about Thundersnow. So. Yeah, I don't care. I'm, 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 I'm a Jew. I don't really care about Christmas at all. Right, like, yeah. I'm an, it doesn't matter. I'm, a, I'm an atheist slash humanist, so it doesn't yeah. really matter to me at all. But, you know, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> Keep up appearances. I have earthbound things to be excited about. I don't really... <laughs> and the, the, the Young Indian stuff, I think it's interesting because you're, uh, your bandmate from uh, Legal Fingers came up with the song titles, right? Uh, well, yeah, accidentally, uh, Handsome Dave, Sloob, Sloob number one, Sloob number uh, one. yeah, came up with the song titles, and, uh, yeah, it just, like, accidentally, so there was, like, one, one trip to lacrosse, Wisconsin, uh, that, uh, Legal Fingers took to play a show on, like, a Thursday or Friday, or something, something stupid, where, like, we could, we could only get out on, like, a random weekday, and, um, he just, he, uh, he, he walked in, we walked in the hotel room afterwards because we were just like, let's just blow all the money, stay in a hotel, get pizza, you know, whatever. We don't have a, a band fund. We're not going to do anything ever. It doesn't really matter. But um, so he, like, walks in and immediately, like, 
sits down and starts, he starts taking things out of his pocket, but he has, like, a mound of things in his pocket. He, like, not just, like, changing keys. He pulls out, like, his tuner pedal, like, two walls. What? He had a tuning like, pedal in his, in, his, in his pocket? He had a Boss TU2 in his pocket, just walking around with it. <laughs> and I have, I have no idea why. He starts pulling it all out. So Mike, uh, the uh, guy I'm in with, uh, with in, uh, Young Indian and uh, Legal Fingers, um, and actually the, uh, this hardcore band too that we just started um, called Tired Hands but um, yeah he uh, Micah starts losing it and then me and Micah take one bed and then that leaves Handsome Dave and John Eagle to share a bed which is like the worst combination in the world because Dave just keeps tormenting John over and over again <laughs> um, yeah it like takes all four pillows off the bed and shoves them behind his back and Micah's like well John here's a pillow you can have one and then Dave grabs it from John. So Dave's just sitting there with five pillows, like, leaned up against him. And Dave's, like, 400 pounds. So John's not getting any of these pillows out. Until finally he, like, unwedges a pillow, and Dave flops to the ground. And he's just like, I can't breathe. Like, just starts losing his mind. So one of the songs is called I Can't Breathe. And uh, at, like, 5.30 in the morning, Dave's still sore about the pillow thing. And at this point, Dave has two pillows, and John has two pillows. <laughs> And uh, it's 5.30 in the morning. No one's said anything for like a half hour. We're all trying to unwind and go to sleep. And just Dave out of nowhere just says loudly into the room to no one, just, I don't understand why you have two and I have two. Like, just couldn't comprehend why it was fair. Fantastic. He's losing his mind. Yeah. So another song is called I Don't Understand Why You Have Two and I Have Two. But yeah, he just accidentally says really awesome things all the time. <laughs> well, and, th- and that's a thing that he seems to do on the reg because there's a lot of very, very puzzling song titles in, in the Young Indian stuff that there's a, there's a hilarious or, I guess, you know, morbidly sad, depending how you look at yeah. it, <laughs> story to all of yeah, them. Yeah, they all have very odd titles. We're, we're naming them... now. We moved on from the Dave song titles, and now we're naming them after things that uh, John Eagle's brother Rick has said. So now we have our album Rick that we're working on. <laughs> where uh, One of the songs is called Why Is Everyone Wearing the Same T-Shirt? Hmm. And, uh, yeah. So I don't know. It's just it's the same thing with Split Pricks, too. It's all just stuff Bob says when he gets like you know, kind of drunk and angry. So, like, one of the songs is... Uh, don't eat the bag of dicks marked Bob in the break room fridge. Um, wow. All right. Yeah. Okay. Wonderful guy. So, the, and the, you, you, so you can find the, the Young Indian stuff uh, on Bandcamp. It's a youngindian.bandcamp.com. Uh, legal, mm-hmm. legal Fingers is uh, same deal, legalfingers.bandcamp.com. Passengersidebooks.com. Is where you can uh, find the yeah, writer, right? Side books. Just Google. Just Google DRI. It should come up. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, but uh, no. If you Google passenger side books, it's like a blog spot because I'm not paying for a dot com. But I do have a dot com for my own writing stuff. It's uh, Ryan Warner writes stuff dot com. Right, and I highly suggest checking that out. I have not read the most recent one, but the I do like yeah, this. The Shake Away Your Constant Days is a great book. So. Thank you, sir. And, uh, yeah, I, I'll send you a copy when I send you this box of uh, Better Luck Next Life records that I've had sitting at my house for the past <laughs> five months. <laughs> so, Fantastic. I'll, I'll slip one in as a uh, late Here's Your Records uh, gift. Cool. Right on. Uh, Ryan Warner, hey, thanks for calling in, man. And, uh, you know, feel free to not be a stranger. I know, I know it's harder for you, but love talking to you, man. Miss you. I know, I know, I know. I know. We got we to gotta do this. There, there's a time gap in... Uh, you know, I just, I don't, I don't like, uh, it reminds me of Back to the Future 3, which is just terrible. So. Back to the Future 3 is terrible. It's, it's not great. It's easy top, but other than that, not great. 
<laughs> All right, sir. All right. Thanks so much, bud. All right. Ryan Warner, ladies and gentlemen. Ryan Warner. I'll, I'll talk to you later, buddy. Bye. And why don't we listen to that song he was talking about, uh, Young Indian. I don't understand why you have to and I have to, after hearing that great story. And goes a little something like this.
that's Young Indian with I Don't Understand Why You Have To and I Have To. That's my excellent guest, Ryan Warner, one of his bands. We'll, we'll play some more Young Indian on a future show. We also have some Legal Fingers and Split Pricks coming up. But right now, we're coming to the end of our broadcast time here. And we have a Boinkle in the studio. And he's going to come in and do some do some hot rocking for you. Thursday's the Boinkle. Oh, I'd like to thank Erica from the excellent band Motherfucker. Delightful. Austin Pitts, if you're in the Bay, go to the Nightlight, see some Hurry Up Shotgun. Friends of the station, friends of the show. Chris Kasuga. Feeling Gravity's Pull. Oh, it was good to hear from you, man. You're listening to Protonic Reversal. Protonic Reversal is Thursdays, 8 to 10 in the morning. None other than Radio Valencia. As we come to the close of our broadcast day, RadioNeutron.com, iTunes, Facebook if you must. Thanks for listening, good people. As always, see you next time. Signing off, Mr. and Mrs. America, and all the ships at sea. Anyone within the sound of my voice. I've got 50,000 watts of power. Electricity. Can you hear me now? Out on Route 128, dark and lonely. I got my radio on.
Welcome 